0: Gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Miles Offside Podcast, where we talk a little bit of the Premier League season plus and a whole lot of other stuff. My name is Christian Pulisic, also known as Ruben Loftus Cheek, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Mr. FPL Chuck Bailey, and super producer David Louise. We're back. Let's go. Premier Football. League. Premier You <laughs>
1: Oh God, isn't it good having football back? No, it's not, because the football's
2: kind of boring. But at least
1: our <laughs> teams win, or they don't play, so we can't be depressed by them.
2: Mm-mm-mm-mm. We don't talk about how the football wasn't actually that good. Shh.
0: Hey, 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 hey! Watch it. All right, Arsenal were in fine form. That's why I called you, super <laughs> producer David Louise. They were producing content for us left and right.
1: <laughs> so much true, content. True.
0: But Chuck, let's roll out the red carpet for you so you can get it out of your way, get it out of your system. Why don't you go ahead and brag about your FPL, and we can go ahead and move on with our lives after that.
1: Yes, I currently have 122 points in FPL. Let's not go on about it. Please go on about it.
0: Well, and also you moved up the standings, didn't you?
1: Well, yeah, I've overtaken Ian now. That's that's just a given. But the problem is now that Ian's... Literally not a given, because well, it- I was ahead of you, so... Well, you're not now, but the problem well, is no. that because I've got ninety, because uh, I've got 122, Ian's currently on 96, and so it's just kind of going under the radar, and it's such a shame that you're going to have a hundred point week, and it's just going to be completely outshone by me, mate.
0: Out, outshone.
2: I mean, yeah, we'll see at the end. We'll see at the end. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Ian's like Fucking... got the Man City game in the background. We're recording as Man City are playing right now against Burnley, right? Yeah. Somebody. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm sure we'll be getting interjections of joy or pain as the podcast goes on. Just
2: oh, if Aguero scores a hat trick, you're going to know about it. Don't worry.
1: Yeah, well, I've got Aguero, so that's fine. I think I want Mares, baby. Give me that Riyadh goodness.
0: Yeah, I got. I have Marez, Aguero, and KDB. KDB on the bench, captain too, which sucks. But you know, <laughs> I'm not bench boosting like you, fine gentlemen. But I've had a decent week for a free hit. I'm pretty happy.
1: What about the rest of the football? We were going to do rapid fire news, but fuck it.
0: Yeah, fuck rapid fire news. There's way too much excitement around the actual matches. So we're going to start off with the big one. The one everybody was excited to see. A hundred plus days away from football. And they gave us what we needed right away off the bat. Aston Villa Sheffield. Why? It's just why? Why?
1: why not even just just swap <laughs> the games around. Swap the games yeah. around for that day? Like, utterly bizarre. Yeah. Oh, it made me question a lot of life's decisions when I was watching that game.
0: Oh, it was a perfect comeback, though, right? Like, two shit teams, pure banter, disallowed, or not even... Oh, God, not I a disallowed, I don't even know how to describe this. Like, clearly a goal that wasn't a goal. Chuck was flipping out for, like, 24 hours straight. Oh, I forgot about that. It makes me so angry. I'm happy. People hate VAR. People hate goal line. The goal decision technology people are back out of the woodwork. Get it, woodwork? But, Talking but about how why much do, they hate it. Why,
1: why don't the referees just watch what's happening? <laughs> Why is he hiding He's, he just hid behind the tech Michael Oliver is such a fucking shirker
2: of <laughs> but no but I can understand the referee's thing they've got into a frame of a frame of mind where when the watch goes off it's a goal, if it's not, it's not. And they can totally rely on that so players can surround them and they can go, the watch didn't go off, it's not a goal. But but eyes, I, I get it, is the what I'm far.
1: They say, oh, in nine thousand matches of blah, blah blah blah, it's never happened. Then how is there a camera for the telly what points right at it, what sees that <laughs> the ball is in the goal? <laughs> What sees? I know, right? Oh, you can't just patch into that feed, mate, can you? How the fuck is it that Barry from Wigan can get a better view than the guys in Stockley Park? You know what I mean? How does that work?
2: I'm not arguing that it shouldn't have been sorted out. What I'm saying is I can see it from the referee's point of view that they've started relying on the technology. What I am saying is that every time we get one of those uh, goal line decision system calls... Within 30 seconds, you have that graphic where the sort of virtual camera goes above the ball and you see the ball and how far it was over or not over the line, right? Yeah. The fact that that didn't happen meant that they knew it hadn't worked. Yeah. So if they knew it hadn't worked, why the fuck weren't they saying, hang on, it's not worked, Let's you know. Let's look at it. VAR, which, like you say, Barry from Wigan could have then gone. Let's just look at the telly. It's definitely a goal.
0: <laughs> you know. Look at
1: the telly. The ball can't physically occupy like the ball at no point can occupy the same space in the universe as the as the post. Therefore, the ball must have crossed the line. Therefore, goal. <laughs> that That's what
2: that's what was insane to me. That it, it clearly wasn't working. So why don't you use the video to look at it? It was bizarre.
0: VAR. Yeah. A-R- it's, A-R- back. A-R- it's back baby I I will play devil's advocate here Even though I also think that it was a ridiculous situation Mental. That obviously should have been given as a goal Although hilarious because between that and the loss Was it a loss, right? A couple of days later for Sheffield
2: um, yes. yes, yes it was Newcastle 3-0 Oh yeah, that's right Newcastle
1: It very much was You say a couple of days later, yesterday
0: Yesterday, well you know, what is time? In, well, yeah. in lockdown Come anymore, on, honestly.
1: Come on, You know. Come on now. But, um, <laughs> no, I don't. Between
0: That's that, Sheffield went from 11% to like 2% according to 538. Yeah. Yeah, 2%. Is. So their European dreams are like long, long, long gone. But from the perspective of the refs here, right? hmm They are used to... The goal decision system being mostly infallible. They've been promised that it's not even possible for it to have a blind spot. One in like 10,000 chance or whatever everybody's been citing, right? So I get why the referee on the field was like, I'm going to trust the watch. Because that's like what I've been taught to do. Well,
1: that's that's how Terminator starts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly how it starts, but yeah.
0: I, don't, I think that's Skynet, not Hawkeye. You're close.
2: <laughs> but Potato.
0: I think from the VAR's perspective, they were like... No, even trying to play devil's advocate, I can't. Just <laughs> it's just back inside. You can't do it. what it's can
1: fucking do dumb. It's fucking done. It's fucking done. Video assistant referee. Yeah. So assist the referee with video. Did that go across the line? Yeah, actually, it did. Okay, cheers. <laughs> <Boop. Yeah. laughs>
0: You're one fucking job, man. One job. What a load of bollocks. All right. Well, let's move on to the other match that day because it did it did provide great great entertainment. A great way to come back. We had Manchester City three, Arsenal zero. Manchester City two point eight. To Arsenal 0.5 on XG, so exactly lining up. I had this at a 2.9 for Manchester City overall, so it's pretty close to what my model has, which is pretty nice for me because this is the first week that I'm actually comparing my model <laughs> testing it out to the yeah. results, so it's an exciting time.
1: You give yourself a little statistical masturbatory session.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, Arsenal are at 1% after that and losing to Brighton. Um, for (laughs) Europe, (laughs) (laughs) just manic laughter. (laughs) Oh, Uh, it's just good times, guys! Good times. Football's back. Um, We haven't even talked about Palace or Chelsea yet. It is good times, party. God, that was so good.
1: Don't you ever tell me that David Luis is a good player ever again, Oscar, (laughs) ever in my life. I, 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 you wash your mouth out. (laughs) I have decayed on this hill for so many years. That David Luiz oh. fucking sucks, man. <laughs> and lo and behold, was he a second half substitute or some shit? Or he was like, a no, substitute. Late, yeah, late, late, on, yeah. late, first half. Oop, off the knee. Oh, goal! Thunder bastard. Raheem Sterling just going. You know what? I missed one earlier. This one is just going ping. And then, uh, <laughs> and then just uh, just tackle Mares for a penalty again. Oh, what's that? Red card. See you later. Yeah, I'm gonna argue it. No, not bad Good times, good vibes, guys. Good vibes. Man City just scored.
0: Oh, yeah? Who scored?
1: Uh, Foden by looks.
0: Oh, P-Fodes. The lad. Um, yeah, I mean, this, is this the most Arsenal week that has ever arsenaled?
1: Yeah, so three injuries at a red card in the first game, which was a 3-0 loss, and then two injuries... And losing to a team that hadn't won in the calendar year <laughs> in the second one after going a goal ahead. Mm. I, uh, let me just open my dictionary. Uh, yes, that is Arsenal.
2: It's under yes. there as Arsenal, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, 2.2 to 1 against Brighton with 0.7 to 0.7 on XG, so you know. Not an unfair necessarily result. I mean, Brighton obviously overperforming, but within the margin of error, normally, I would say. So, you know, anytime Arsenal can play Brighton to a dead even 0.7.7 0.7 split, that's pretty good, right? That's a good match for them? <laughs> Question <Yeah>. mark? <laughs> <laughs> uh, to masturbate statistically, once again, I had this at a 0.08 overall fixture rating for Arsenal, so dead even and they did 0.7 to 0.7 on XG, I am going to be bragging wherever possible all week long, and I will okay. be ignoring the cases that did not line
2: up. <laughs> like a proper cherry picker stats person. Yes, sir. Go for it. Yes. I mean, we never claim to be fair or impartial. No, never. So, Got to take the wins
0: where you can get them, you know?
1: Shout out to Neil Morpe as well for, I mean, not deliberately injuring Leno. Um, no. Having Leno shout at him. Winding up Gwendoosie all match, uh, having Gwendoosie's throat around his neck at the end of the match, and then having... Throat around his neck? Yeah. Throat, uh, throat, you know what I mean. Hand around his throat. There we go. Uh, long and then neck. The- He's got a
0: long neck. He's put giraffe, actually.
1: <laughs> totally is. And then saying in the a post-match, post-match interview uh, that some people shouldn't talk so much in a game. Effectively, he did a French version of chat shit get banged. <laughs> <laughs> he may play for Brighton, but I'm fucking here for it.
2: Yeah. I mean his his challenge to Leno was probably a foul, but it wasn't like yeah, it's not malicious. There was no intent or anything, you know. Um I don't I was watching it without the crowd noise and like while I don't Wish, I don't wish injury on anyone. No, if an injury like that's going to happen, I want it to happen when there's no crowd noise and I can hear him go, Oh shit, because <laughs> <laughs> you literally heard him scream, like, and it was like, Oh, I think Leno might be done. <laughs> yeah, he's is... like
0: instant. That was bad, man. That was like... Yeah. They had him hooked up to oxygen.
2: I think he briefly had oxygen, yeah. But he was yeah. he was okay enough to sit up on the stretcher and have a go at more pay as he's going off. <laughs> Which, again, you could pretty much hear everything... I, I think it was a bit harsh on on uh, Mopé there. I don't. I genuinely don't think there was any intent. I think it was just one of those accidental. Well, not accident, but a bump that he didn't have much right to go for the ball. But at the same time, he didn't just go to take Leno out. He just landed no. very badly.
1: If if you That's all it was. the definition of take someone out, see Edison in Man City's game against Arsenal uh, yeah. when he do, basically did a psycho crusher on. Um, <laughs> Uh, who was the player that he basically punched through his soul? The young uh, centre-back. Garcia? He's,
0: he's the centre-back that doesn't usually get a lot of minutes. For Eric them. Garcia. That's, Eric Garcia. Yeah, that, <laughs> uh, that's the one I was thinking of because that one was really scary. He was down yeah. for a long time. They had him strapped in like every possible strap they could find and then some neck brace oxygen. I was like, oh, fuck. This is bad. That was not fun. But
2: going back to this match... Arsenal cannot just fucking lose their minds whenever something like that happens. And it's so it's so obvious that it's about to happen. Like as soon as it happened, it's like I was watching and going, Arsenal are gonna completely fuck this up now, and that's gonna be the narrative. But they can the, the mental weakness they've got whenever anything goes against them it's like true. that. Is just shocking. And it's only it's absolutely in shocking. In both
1: games, uh, sorry, Adam, but you're, you're fucked. You knew this was happening. Um, <laughs> he knows. He knows. And, and the thing is, I've said to Adam in both, and, and we've all said, in the first half an hour of like the game against Man City and the game against Brighton, like they looked really good. And then in the Brighton game, especially, it was just like you, you'd see Arsenal taking these great shots that were coming close, and there were just like seven Arsenal players around the box, like they were queuing up ready to kill. And then you think like they get the one goal way later from Pepe in the second half, and then just like they just there's there's no spine there. Arsenal they can just stay you know what stay like that. Just <laughs> I think they will. <laughs> I all you you know you all thought oh getting rid of Wenger was the problem. Maybe Wenger had just had enough of these pricks. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> And maybe, like we said, they shouldn't have got Arteta. They should have got an actual, proven, decent manager.
0: You know, not everybody can recreate Chelsea's success with a young Lamp. You know, a young Lampard manager. Go on then. <laughs> Go on then. Go on then. Shall we? Let's. Ju- oh no, we're skipping. We're jumping the gun quite a bit because we have a lot of matches before we get there. <laughs> it's it's almost as if we write the schedule. Well, well, we'll we'll get to that. Obviously, there's plenty of time for Palace and Chelsea. Um, but let's not skip ahead too much because there was a couple of matches that did happen on the Friday. Um, we had Norwich 3, Southampton 0. Don't particularly care about that. Other way round. Don't give Norwich them hope. Norwich 0, Southampton 3, correct. My number switched there. Um, but that does put Norwich at 98% to go down.
2: Oh, they're done. Forget it. That, done. It was so pedestrian. Southampton's third goal specifically, which was uh, Redmond, wasn't it? How like, do you,
1: how'd you it, have a, a, a slow break? I don't
2: get it. it was- it, it really was a slow he break. Just, it, that's a, yeah, it's a very good way of describing it. It was just like, oh, he's passed to him, and he's done a goal. It was that slow. It was just. So I believe light. I texted oh, you guys word. and said
0: it was the least impressive solo effort I've ever seen because <laughs> <laughs> he weaved I've, and dribbled, but like about as fast yeah. as a toddler.
2: <laughs> yeah, it Norwich were just abject. So I mean, they started the season. Uh, quite fun, but they've ended it very badly. So
1: and they can't the and they can't even
2: blame injuries now because they've got so many players back. Like they've actually
1: basically got their starting team. Turns out they're just shit.
0: They are just shit. But let's go ahead and move on from that boring, boring crap match to another boring, boring crap match, but one that is entertaining for table reasons. Let's say, specifically as a Chelsea fan, we had Tottenham one, Manchester United one. But cue the jingle.
2: Better than they ought to be. Burnley of the week.
0: Because Tottenham only generated 0.5 and Manchester United generated 1.8. So they Ooh. had less than a third of their XG and still managed to draw. It's the most Mourinho of Mourinho matches. Just boring. Just a lot of nothing.
1: I mean, both teams did look all right by attacking, but it's just Tottenham, I'm surprised that they kept out Man United because... You know, after Marcus Rashford going out feeding the kids, Hugo Hugo Lloris <laughs> wanted to be the pantomime villain and just yeah. not allow him to
2: be happy. <laughs> I, did, I did. enjoy your. T- I think I assume it was you, Chuck. Yeah. The tweet. Why do you hate the kids, Hugo? Why do you hate the kids? Why do you hate the kids? <laughs> just immediately take the narrative <laughs> of like if you're against Marcus Rashford, you hate feeding school kids. Bloody Frenchman.
0: <laughs> that Man United attack did look pretty good too. Speaking of freshmen, Frenchman, when Pogba came on. Yeah. Pogben Fernandez is paper thin defensively, but as a creative (laughs) midfield, like they were just spraying passes, pinging passes up to Martial and Rashford. That looks pretty potent in attack, potentially for some FPL options for some people, Mm. but also just in general, as the only other team like really kind of within shooting distance, although now it's five points. I don't love that Man United look good. (laughs) Like, (laughs) but who did, you know, who didn't look good is Harry Kane
2: oh god honestly so yeah do you reckon that question's been answered now about whether after well, a well so people are gonna yeah. be
0: like oh you're overreacting it's only one match he had a bad match blah, blah 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 i'm like no see it's not one match it's two fucking years of him not being good and everyone and just like writing off his name and yeah I, I mean the the question is answered yeah he's just his body is done he doesn't have the like physicality that he needs to play at the elite level that he once was capable of
2: He he had negative involvement in that match it was he was just nowhere at all I don't think I I don't think I remember one attack where he did anything where you thought a goal was imminent I just yeah Bergvine and, and Son were the were the ones creating anything oh
1: Bergvine's goal was lovely that was just like pure power and like I am going towards the goal now and you're not going to stop me
2: Oh yeah. I mean, Maguire was tied up in knots. I mean, just stand up. (laughs) That that was just bizarre. Just sort of flip one way, then the other. Oh, it's gone. Uh, You know, that was... Yeah, and then De Gea should have saved it, obviously. I don't want to get... I don't want to support Roy Keane You don't want to get Roy Keane on it, do you? No, no, I really don't. You don't want to punch Maguire in the face? Yeah, that's that's a normal thing to say, isn't it? Fucking hell. Honestly, I just... I I realise it was mildly amusing, but... When you, watch, when you watch Sky and, like, you expect some analysis at half time, because you've only got about five minutes after the adverts and everything, that was just set up to be, like, a, a, a stupid sideshow with Evra and Keane. Isn't that just why you get Keane on? Well, I, I, I'm i wondering now, to be honest, whether, yeah, you just do that so as you've got a couple-of-minute video that you can clip up for Twitter. Like, Jonathan Lewis, brilliant in The Guardian about Roy Keane this week. I think it's... Very odd the way the punditry has gone um, in this country at the minute. You've got Kelly Cates there, who's a really good presenter. She throws a question to Roy Keane, and he'll say one sentence and then just look at her, and it's like, no, you've got to do a bit more, Roy. And so what he does is he then goes off on a rant about throwing punches and stuff. It's like, yeah, okay, pathetic, but fine. And like, you get zero analysis... About what could be done better or anything, just he shit, he shit, and I'll probably punch him and everyone laughing at him. And it's just like, oh, great, okay, yeah. So I fine. Of just this podcast in microcosm.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was like, every group has one. That's why we keep Chuck around.
2: <laughs> fine, but I'm not getting paid a big Sky Sports salary anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's just fucking annoying, that's all. And I, I realise people like him, so I'm probably pissing in the wind, but I just. I was just watching and going, right, so I, I'm literally getting no analysis about this match at all. Fine. Great.
0: Wow, I think that's the most I've ever heard Ian talk. You know, what? I really He's just
2: dislike Roy Kidd.
0: Well, and you're real cranky, I think, today, too, because the League Two playoffs started, so. I don't want to. Do, look,
2: it, well, one. He got it, real it, quiet it, all of a sudden. It, <laughs> it would have been League One, not League Two. That's where, <laughs> that's where Peterborough are. But still. I don't want to talk about the playoffs or anything. I'm very, look, I'm happy the Premier League football is back. I'm very, you two were having a lovely old time on the WhatsApp group during the Chelsea match and the Crystal Palace match, and I don't want to drag you down. So let's not talk about Peterborough or League One or Two or anything. Just enjoy yourselves.
0: Yeah, you know what? Why don't we just get right into it then? There's not that many cool Saturday matches slash we talked about a bunch of them. So let's just jump right to Bournemouth Palace, baby. 0 Bournemouth Palace 2 0.4 to 0.8 on XG you doubled their XG didn't quite score 2 but whatever Chuck how fucking happy are you take it away
1: every other team we opened the, we open the week Aston Villa Sheffield United nothing Man City wait till late to destroy Arsenal Southampton wait till late Spurs United wait goals late Wofford Leicester late Brighton Arsenal they're fucking about for ages Wolves fucking about for ages Palace two goals bang 25 minutes fuck off home anyhow <laughs> Fucking prick. It was great. It was like the first half I put this on. I was like, what is this? Like, it's a team playing in red and blue, but it doesn't. It looks like the Spanish one. You know what I mean? Like, we I mean, you know, it's Bournemouth. So I don't know how much compliments this is, but it was you just. You can only beat what's put in front of you, Chuck. You can only beat what's put in front of exactly, you. Exactly. And I'll happily have that put in front of me every fucking week.
0: Well, yeah. and if you're running, you need to take points where you can get them. Right. So like this was a must win match for you guys. Must win, quote unquote. Like
1: yeah, the 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 way the scope of the league has gone, obviously mathematically not safe, but on balance and and looking at projections, etc. Like we're good. Like we're now forty two points. Um, there's what eight games left. We've got to play four of the top six, five of the top six, I think. So we've got Liverpool. Uh, next week, but we'll win that. Don't worry guys. Uh we still got Chelsea <laughs> to play in the mock derby. Uh right. I think we've still got Man City, we've still got Leicester. Um so but then we've got like Burnley and Villa in there as well. So there's still a really good chance, especially with uh Sheffield dropping points, there's like just enough happened for the dream to still be possible. Like if obviously we won't beat Liverpool, but you know, if we if we were to beat Liverpool and Sheffield and Tottenham didn't win. Then we're in seventh. Like, and that's just mad. Absolutely mad. You're two mad. points
0: out of a European spot. It's two, right there.
1: Two points out of Europe. If we get into seventh, you better damn believe it. I'm campaigning for UEFA. Like, fuck Man City. I've, that <laughs> ban is that ban is being upheld.
0: Because
1: <laughs> um, that, wouldn't that be I don't know. Like, because seventh is the Europa playoff spot, right? I feel like that's where Burnley finished when they had to play a billion games in preseason, and then Wolves this year. Yeah, why not? But then, does that mean that eighth becomes that spot? Like, I don't know how the maths works, guys.
0: Uh, Your- I'd imagine it depends on the FA Cup, right? Like, if the FA Cup winner is already in the champ in Europa League, then eighth or ninth would eighth would go in.
1: What happens if Man City get banned and they win the FA Cup? Uh, runners up. No, because it never goes to the cup, does it? It only ever it just then means, like, another league position.
0: Yeah, so then it would be two oh. league
1: positions. I mean, you, oh, okay. it, like,
0: if, further if you, down. Sixth is the play-in spot, probably. Someone look this up! <laughs> Someone do this
1: for us, for fuck's sake. But yeah, no, good vibes, good times. Uh, we actually used some subs. Um, Roy, like, they were playing... There was a couple of ropey moments, obviously, but we played playing, like, just very smart football and just, just good, like... Zaha was involved, but not so much that he could just be targeted and kill the game. Uh, Jordan Ayew gets a lovely goal. Patrick Van Arnholt, It's the end of the season. He's dyed his hair blonde. <laughs> Get him in your fucking fantasy teams. He's here to relegate motherfuckers. He's got, He's just relegated Bournemouth. He relegated Katie Hopkins the other week. <laughs> Bang. He's, he's done West Brom. He's done Hull. Like he's just fucking. He's fucking right wingers up everywhere, bruv.
0: That was a really detrimental loss to Bournemouth They are at 69% now to go down So that's Kate pretty Yorkies. heavy
2: Ooh. Oh <laughs> No, no Ballmer, she's 100% <laughs> Yeah um,
0: yeah.
1: No, it's just good times guys Roy Hodgson with a majestic head of hair Like look at him
0: <laughs> I was just. So I happy. thought he wasn't allowed out What's no, up with that Neither did I I thought it'd be so uh, typical
2: He's not clinically vulnerable He's just vulnerable <laughs>
0: Dude's 200 years old. He's almost as old as you, Ian. Jesus Christ.
2: All right, come on. Hodgson is clearly at least five years older than me. I mean, mean, the stat they always roll out,
1: specifically when Palace played Bournemouth, is that Roy Hodgson won his first league title as a manager the year before Eddie Howe was born. That's fantastic. I love that. That's amazing. So... Just, just good, just good things. Like, just, I just, just happy now. That's it. Forty-two points. We should get above that. Boom. Do whatever now. Fuck shit up. We're gonna beat Liverpool. We're gonna beat Liverpool. It's gonna happen. I believe
0: it, man. Liverpool are, don't look that interested. We'll get to that shit, shit, <laughs> shit, shit, shit match. But they're like, <laughs> we could play at Fulham pace, which literally they could because I saw that stat. They could play at the pace that Fulham played last year and still win the title.
1: <laughs> I think they could play at Derby's pace like whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably yeah.
0: probably right um, but uh, you know a moment of silence a quick R.I.P. in peace to the Palace Eagle a fitting send off with a win
1: yeah that was that was but I mean because especially because the link obviously it's I mean the, the Eagle was like I didn't know Eagles lived this long but 28 uh, and it had Fucking problems hell. yeah just, just the little thing that yeah it's just surprising uh, but the Eagle had been at the games since 2010 which is when obviously everything kind of restarted again for Palace with the buyout and all that kind of stuff. So so also very, very symbolic. And I was, yeah, don't get me wrong, I was incredibly worried that that was a bad omen before this. But Oh, Man City
2: just scored again. Oh, Ooh. Boy. oh Chuck Mahrez. Oh, <gasps> puppy is back. <best. laughs> oh, <laughs> there we go.
1: That's the stuff. Oh, give me a minute. Guys, I'm going to need a couple of minutes. So you crack on talking about other football games. I'm just going (laughs) to...
2: Check the old fantasy football team.
0: Well, there's only two left to talk about. And one of them was really fun. And one of them was real fucking boring.
1: Oh, are we not going to give a shout out to um, pod favorite Alan St. Maximan putting Sheffield United to the sword?
0: Yeah, I mean, we vaguely talked about it when we were talking about Sheffield. But yeah, go ahead. Okay, <laughs> Give it a okay, go. <laughs> cool.
1: um, Sheffield United ruined everyone's fantasy football teams, surprised that yeah. literally everyone by losing three fucking nil, Matt Rick- Joe Linton scored.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it took them being 10 men down and you literally bringing in, in the goal out on a silver platter. <laughs> You hell, I mean, Get yeah, he did teams. fine. He scored after ten months. He scored his second <laughs> Premier League goal. Yeah, okay, living fine. up to his
0: price tag, honestly, because he was what, like five million cheaper than we paid for Timo Werner. So if Timo Werner puts up those numbers <laughs> next year, I'm going to be over the moon. Oh, I mate. think,
1: I think, uh, I'm pretty sure as well that's his first goal at St James's Park, and it's funny that there's literally no one there to see it <laughs> and cheer for him. So all he's ever had in St James's Park is booze.
0: Speaking of no one there, how did we forget to mention that Man City can't even fill a fucking Zoom grid with fans? (laughs) Oh, really? Did you see this? You know how they set up like those screens with like Zoom calls with all the fans and stuff? Someone in our group chat grabbed a, a screenshot and it's like you can see the screen behind the goal, but they hadn't just scored, they weren't showing it. It was just like in the background. Yeah. But like four of the grids are just the Premier League logo because Man City <laughs> couldn't fill oh, amazing! Like 12 spots or whatever. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's only the football, first football in fucking months. You know, that's a lot on. It's fine. Oh,
0: amazing. Okay.
2: That is, that is brilliant. I didn't see that. No, that's great.
0: Gotta love Man City fans. All right. Shall we do it, gentlemen? You know what? Is it time? You know
1: what, mate? Mate, you... You do you, like such good vibes this week. We've been such like, good
0: fucking vibes. Good things have
1: happened. Football's back. Our teams won. We've been fucking tearing fools apart on Rocket League, like oh, <laughs> just just good vibes. <laughs> just good. To- just Oscar, Oscar, just go, man.
0: Just go. Can I just recap for you real quick? No numbers. No. Let's just go pure feelings on here, right? I'll get to the numbers pure later. Pure feels. On, but- let's do this. Pure feels. The numbers, we didn't beat Aston Villa on XG, so I don't really want to talk about the numbers anyway. But Ooh. let's... One, Chelsea hadn't played in 105 days. I got to watch them play on my brand new supermassive fucking TV that I got for my oh birthday. Oh god,
2: yeah. You posted a picture of that. I was like drooling over your TV. Oh, yeah. Just yeah, like, it was a good oh, birthday man. present. And super massive fucking TV was the follow-up single from Muse. <laughs> it was,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chelsea play first time in 105 days. Ruben Loftus-Cheek starts for the first time in over a year.
1: Can we just talk about how much of a beautiful man he is? Oh, beautiful, so sexy. Beautiful man.
0: <laughs> I bet he has a beautiful cock. I bet his cock is oh, almost please. as nice as Zach Efron's. I'm just saying. <laughs> Move Jeez. over, Zac
2: Efron. I want to see some Ruben Loftus dick. One time I'd like the podcast not to descend into a dick comparison. Only one. You're on the wrong podcast. <laughs>
0: um... Let's see, what else? It was the first time Christian Pulisic played in almost six months, like one week short of six months. Christian Pulisic comes on and scores like four minutes after getting on the pitch to tie the game. He's a
2: hungry motherfucker, that one. No, no, no,
0: no, oh. no. a celebration. So no. You see celebration? He didn't concerts. even celebrate. Oh, he just ran up to Asby and was like, fuck yeah, Asby, let's <laughs> fucking go. He's some, I don't remember the exact words, but you can... Clearly see it in the clip that he's like, let's fucking go Asby. Like that, that was his celebration. And then he just ran back to get the ball and just kick it off again. And by the end of the match, we won. Come from behind win. Like that's it. That's basically the trifecta of things I ever want to see for the rest of the season. We're up to, by the way, with everyone else dropping points and us winning, to bring the numbers back in real quick, we're up to 85% for Europe now. Yeah. And we are right. close to, to Leicester. Quick
2: update. Sorry to interrupt, Man City have got a penalty. Aguero's Ooh. hurt himself, so he's at the oh. sidelines because it's on the cusp of half time. He's not been subbed yet, but Mares <gasps> is taking the penalty. Yes! Yes. So Mares is stepping up now. Okay, and secretary, secretary. Goal. Got yes! left. Lovely goal for for Mares. Just, 3-0 now. Just good vibes. Mahrez, two goals. Oscar. That's a, just such... amazing for Chuck's team. Amazing.
0: And mine. I also have Mahrez, and this could put me over 100, actually, potentially. Oscar.
1: Oscar, just good fucking vibes, man. <laughs> good Ian, fucking vibes, baby. It, Ian, good fucking vibes. Good fucking vibes. <laughs> Let's talk about the Mars Offside Side Positive fucking podcast. Let's do this.
0: <laughs> if I was going to pick a, like, dream... Remember when we did the off-menu thing, the dream meal? Yeah. yeah. Right? What are the component pieces for my dream Chelsea match this season? This season, when we can't challenge for the title, everything else is gone. We're probably making Europe, so there's not much oh, left this, to play for, yeah, right?
1: right? Yeah, let's do this. Go. What would you say, Chuck,
0: are my dream thumbs on <laughs> 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 Other than bread and cheese in every oh, possible we combination. It's,
2: it's, it's Ruben being on the field. It's Pulisic being on the field. Uh, it's Arsenal losing to Brighton or something like that. It's you know these these are the things that make you happy. Sergio Aguero's gone off now. For fuck's sake! Yeah! Well,
0: that was my suggestion for the pod transfer. So hopefully that'll uh, go through. <laughs> Aguero to Rashford. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like you could not concoct a more enjoyable chelsea match for me to watch i fucking love when we play villa man i've said this before <laughs> every time we play villa i'm like we beat them 8-0 we beat them like 6-0 it's always a good time and lo and behold here we are like this was just fucking just so fun just so fun the whole time because we dominated what was it like 80 percent possession in the first half yeah right, like of course we conceded on a corner kick or a set piece when we had dominated but like
1: but that's been what are you gonna do like you call not There's been a break, etc., but let's not forget what we've said about Chelsea all season is they just need to score more goals than the other team. And you don't, like, even though there's been a massive break and you've had like a small amount of training, you can't push those things out of the side already. So it's just now about consolidating, using what you've got. Like, Frank's been gifted now with quite a lot of very good players back. Um, He's still got a decent squad, so he can rotate. He's already said, didn't he, like, now that they've... Basically, got Europe wrapped up. That so there's going to be a lot of rotation.
0: Yeah, he did say because they were obviously Tammy wasn't in the lineup, and there was a lot of questions, both from people on Twitter being angry and also like literally someone asked him, in the, one of the press people asked him afterwards, and he said, "Look, I've already got an eye on Thursday. That's why Tammy didn't start. That's why Pulisic didn't start. We're going to be rotating a lot, so get used to it." Got the squad today, and, and that makes sense. We have the squad. Look, when your midfield three is Conte Kovacic. And Ruben Loftus-Cheek, you can get away with a lot of stuff. You can play Mount as a winner because you want to, because
1: whatever. The psychological thing of being now seemingly ahead of so many teams. Like, you signed ZX what, in January on a like, six months ahead? Wasn't it in the January? Yeah, window? we do.
0: We yeah, we sign and loan back. We did the same thing with Pulisic last year.
1: Right, you've wrapped up Timo Werner already. When out, like literally out of nowhere, when it was just he was going to Liverpool, 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 Liverpool. What Chelsea done? Like it was that culminated really in the space of what two days? So yeah. you've done well. That business. He had
0: been on the Chelsea Twitter and Chelsea sites and stuff. He'd been linked with us for months.
1: But in terms like of the in-the-know in kind of, the in the journos or right, whatever, exactly. it's always yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, the, the Liverpool deal is 100% done. It's just blah, 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 whatever. Like, like, that's fucking statement of intent right there. You've got rid of Murata. You've got some older players going out. You've got all these good players coming in. Get a goalkeeper and a fucking right back, and you're set, man.
0: Can we give all the money that we're saving on these players to Marina, however you pronounce her last name, the lady who is in charge of transfers? Because... We got Werner plus Zieck for less than Man United paid for Harry Maguire. <laughs> Can you believe that number?
1: Oh, it's a, it's a, you can't feel ha, Harry Maguire will have that hung over his big slab head for the rest of his career. Like, and he had
0: no. <laughs> Look, we control still paid over like a, tr- a trillion dollars for Kepa, so like it's fine. But yeah, Chuck, you're exactly right. Like, but that's that's
1: good. I, and it it's I think it's just uh, like we've been you. You care so much more now that you've been stuck inside for so long, like the the grass is greener, the sky is much bluer, everything smells so much sweeter. And like like I genuinely think, without even your bias, like Chelsea are in with a massive shot in terms of like the positivity, if they build on this season and get more unified, like this top two, easy. Like it could like genuinely in that race with Man City and Liverpool.
0: The deepest, most excitable part of me definitely wants to agree with you the more somber realist in me remembers that we have keppa in goal and don't look like we're (laughs) gonna sign anyone this summer unfortunately yeah for fucking reasons mostly because we can't sell him and they're like they don't understand the concept of sunk cost it's like you already spent that money you're not gonna save it or get it back like go sign someone else score more than you
2: can see don't worry about (laughs) it it's fine (laughs)
0: that's gonna be the plan score more than
2: you can
1: see (laughs) definitely play Marcus Alonso just as a winger (laughs)
0: like (laughs) what no I mean we have so many like going into next season we have Kalam Hudson-Odoi Christian Pulisic Hakim Ziyech Werner plays on the wing sometimes Mount plays on the wing sometimes we're probably going to sign someone else to replace William and Pedro. Maybe. I don't know.
1: No, it feels like Ziyech and Werner are the replacements there. Like, that seems pretty direct.
0: I would see Werner in the middle with Ziyech and Pulisic out wide. Well, who knows? That's going to be a complicated thing for Frank to decide what to do because he has Tammy and Timo, and how do you fit both of them in there?
2: Yeah, he's got options. He's got a hell of a lot of options, definitely.
1: Can I just give a, a quick uh, FPL score update? Just uh, yeah. not to sidetrack you. Obviously, Aguero's now off injured. Boo-hoo, guys! So, but I got his assist. So I'm now up to 135 points, guys. <laughs> Very guys. nice, 135. To all of you listening at home,
0: 135. Pre-boner Pre boner too. Well, no, <laughs> mid boner. It <laughs> no, no. sounds like He's definitely got boner. <laughs> I've gone through
1: boner stage many times already,
2: but yeah. <laughs> okay,
1: but uh, so should we go from good vibes to talking about like? I luckily I didn't see this game. But uh, the Friendly Derby, guys, the Friendly Derby.
0: Oh, goodness. Heavens to Betsy. Uh, What's the opposite of Heavens to Betsy? Uh, Just a bunch of snoring sounds? Hells to Malcolm. (laughs) Uh, Well, hells to Malcolm indeed, because that was so fucking boring. (laughs) That's Malcolm.
2: (laughs) Yeah, why not? Hells to Malcolm. That was not worth watching.
0: No, it wasn't. At all, I mean, like honestly, is there anything to say here other than like Liverpool are gonna just trudge into the title? But they don't even need to rest players for anything.
1: They've got like there's not there's no other competitions they're in, right?
0: Yeah, but two matches a week after a hundred days off is like a lot. So it makes sense that they're gonna rotate. Why would they hurt these players for next season? You know, we're gonna see an avalanche of injuries. So the less, the more you can mitigate that, the better.
2: As it as it stands, it's halftime at uh, Man City Burnley. They're winning three 0 They're gonna win that canter by the looks of it Um, so that means that Liverpool can't win even if they were to beat Crystal Palace which of course they won't we we understand they can't win the league Um, uh, against Palace they can't win the league at Palace can they so it's at least going to go to the Man City game uh, next week where well based on what I'm watching here Um, and Man City against Arsenal I would fancy Man City against Liverpool so but yes of course they'll pick up up enough points to win it and I think you're trudging is right I think you're absolutely right they're going to trudge to the title. yeah just get just get shit done
1: that's it wrap up yeah and I don't like I don't think they would go for any sort of record because if you think about it at the minute like there's all the focus has been on getting this season done right so it's not about saying when the next season starts but Obviously, you don't want to leave it too late. If they do, obviously, you know we can talk about the various implications or potential with coronavirus and what's going on in this country, anyway. But like, they need to have a break, like an actual trading style break ish, where they could go on holiday somewhere because no one's, you know, I don't <laughs> care how much you earn. Like we, even though we've all been sat down and. Kind of being very casual, like we all kind of feel like we need a holiday now, right? Yeah. Like a, a break would be nice, yeah. yeah. Every, everyone does, so I don't think they could deny the players that.
0: Well, depends where they try to go, they could very well get denied entry, but
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't think they're just gonna let them go to Wuhan.
0: No, <laughs> they're coming from the UK, it, no one wants you guys, that's not the problem.
2: That is not true, Spain. Spain has opened up their doors, said, expats, come. make sure you can come to your second home. Well, they said, they first said, no, we weren't allowed in, hashtag politics. Um, But
1: then they realised how much of the Spanish economy is funded by, uh, uh, how can I put this delicately, Um, racist white alcoholics from England. That's the one. That's it. Um,
2: Yeah, let's, yeah, let's make... No odds about it. There is no scientific decisions going on here. There are purely economic and uh, political ones. But anyway. Do you mean
0: Project Restart or do you mean the Spain thing? Oh, what? the air bridge to Spain. Everything. Everything's economic. <laughs> Everything. Look, after Man City, Liverpool, their last six matches, if they get to play them, if we get to play them, if that second wave is you know, doesn't come in time, they play Villa, Brighton, Burnley, Arsenal, Chelsea, which is a medium difficulty for them, and Newcastle. In their last six, Villa, Brighton, Burnley, and Newcastle, and Arsenal, because Arsenal are shit, are five of their six last matches. They do not need to put any fucking effort whatsoever into winning these games. They will, by default, just get the points they need.
1: Can we start a change.org petition to get it changed to the top five and just remove Arsenal?
0: Like the big five, you mean?
1: Like it's no longer a top six.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's never the top six anyway, because there's always been like one or two teams that are way down the table lately.
1: Whatever it is, just is, let's just flush Arsenal out. Out with the old guard, in with, let's I don't know, let's put Sheffield United. Wolves and Sheffield United in there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, honestly, jokes aside, I think next season it's going to be a big four. I don't think Arsenal and Tottenham can get back to... Tottenham don't spend money and they don't have Kane anymore and Arsenal are just shit.
2: Jo- Jose's already been saying... Uh, like, oh, we're not going to be able to compete Um, transfer transfer window-wise.
0: Which I do believe. When, I do believe
2: that. I, yeah, no, I do as well. But we were, we were sort of saying when Jose went there, with Levy in charge of the purse strings and Jose doing what Jose wants to do, something's going to have to give. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Jose's going to have to give if he's already putting out concili- conciliatory things in the media saying that, it's we're not going to be able to compete in the transfer market unless that's just Jose managing expectations well, in Jose ways. Games. But Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it looks like they're they're already saying no, we're not going to compete in the transfer market. And fuck me, they need but it's to. Like, I mean, it's terrible.
1: Like, it's like terrible. We, we said before, like Chelsea are already using this with big money to drive a wedge. Man City will do the same. Man United really want to do the same. They've been wanting to do that for years and create a divide. And some a situation like this will exactly do that because there are too many clubs, because of the inflated player wages, etc., that are so reliant on the money now that potentially just if they fall through the trapdoor of the Premier League they are gone whereas those teams up there your Chelsea's your Man City's your United's your Liverpool's they've got so much money that even if they fuck up with the financial fair play and all that kind of stuff they've got enough money that can tie that up for ages for then you know their economic economy to come back and then it just fucking floods back in anyway like there's they've abandoned financial fair play I think this year because they realize they can't manage it. Because yeah, which it's is why difficult. Chelsea went
0: out and spent a trillion dollars the moment they were allowed to. We've been fucking holding <laughs> yeah. back for years. There's
1: a real time now, I think, for another wedge to develop that it would become Arsenal and Tottenham kind of uh, this situation of this year with the bottom chunk of the table, or let's say tenth to fourth, just becomes the kind of standard place. So it becomes a top three mm. and then a six. Because there will be clubs in that financial situation that can drive on. And I think through their good runnings, potentially Crystal Palace can be one. Obviously, we've spoken before about how we've invested a lot of money. I think Sheffield United are still in a really def- difficult place, um, potentially. Yeah. But I can't remember who who owns them now, if they've got huge money behind them or not. Uh, Wolves obviously do have really good financial backing. Leicester do. Newcastle, uh? <laughs> who fucking knows okay. we haven't talked <laughs> about mark. that but yeah I think I think this is going to be another big change to the structure of the Premier League and, and it, it will start to get a bit more like it was what five to ten years ago when there was a bit more of a separation mm.
0: and I do think that we can't understate the effect that the pandemic is going to have on team finances obviously on the global economy we're about to enter probably like the worst recession slash depression in a hundred years, right? And so that, that affects everyone. It doesn't just affect like regular people like us. It affects clubs. It affects corporations. And I think that's part of like, I don't know if it was explicitly or if that's what people have been saying, but like the understanding, quote unquote, and I think maybe explicitly was that that's why Liverpool backed off the Werner deal and kind of let Chelsea take the reins and just kind of take it is because a lot of clubs, while the dust is still settling – and the revenue streams are still shortened. Even big ones like Liverpool and certainly Arsenal and Tottenham are tightening up the purse strings. And it does not look like they're going to spend all of the buzz and all of the talk and all of the indicators are that the transfer windows the next few years are going to be way deflated compared to what it's been. Because we've been inflating and inflating in a bubble and a bubble, right? And people spend $200 million on Neymar and $80 million on Harry Maguire and whatever. And I think the prices are going to go down. Because there's going to be less demand. And so, you know, that's literally supply and demand, right? Like, there's less people vying for those. That I think it's going to bring prices down. But I think it's also going to, like Chuck was saying, really, really create a disparity between the teams that can afford to spend right now and are going to make aggressive fucking moves like Chelsea are, and teams that either for fiscal reasons don't want to because they're afraid of what might happen in the future, slash can't, which is going to be most clubs in the world. Right? Like, I think Chelsea, City, and United specifically, and Liverpool maybe, but it looks like maybe they're not going to spend that much, are going to lock up. Like, it's going to look like 2008 again, where it's just Man United and Chelsea, and now Man City are in there, but just like really going back and forth. And I think those four clubs are looking at a good four or five year run right now where they're going to dominate the league. And Chelsea just happened to have stumbled into a transfer ban. And so now we have all this extra money. And they sold Alva Murata, Alvaro Morata for how the same amount that they paid for Timo Werner. So like.
1: But I mean, you did did also pay that for Alvaro Morata. So it's not... Sure. It doesn't... You've paid, you paid 50 million twice and you've gained 50 million once. So...
0: Okay, we traded Morata for Werner.
2: Yeah, Morata doesn't exist. It's done. Morata became fine.
0: Werner and zero <laughs> extra dollars got spent. Yeah. Like
1: that that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. i us see what you saw. No, there it is. You You've me around a bit. Okay, then. good. Okay, cool. Let's see where he goes. <laughs> Sunk cost. Yay, yeah, there he is. Right there. Beautiful. Fucking money pit.
0: All right. Well, I think that's all the fixtures other than Man City's 3 0 current halftime score against Burnley. <laughs> yeah. So let's uh, let's go ahead and move on then for the first time in a long time. Very exciting. It's time for some listener stuff. Listener stuff. Listener stuff. Do we, yeah. we ever have a jingle for listener questions? We had a jingle for stuff regarding the whole of one specific person on this.
2: Oh, yeah. I thought we were ditching that because you didn't like it. You thought I, it was I don't, coarse. but
0: I thought Chuck was going to push it anyway because, you know, it's Chuck.
1: What? <laughs> Ian's home Man. <laughs> it's been
2: so long. <laughs> I, couldn't I couldn't remember this bit.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> See now, <laughs> Sorry, is that? Now a thing in the jingle. Yeah. Okay. Good lord. Yeah,
1: we don't have to. We don't have to say why. You don't have to say why. Go back. Listen. Find out why. Yeah. Ian's hole.
2: Good. I mean, I'm sort of erring on the side of Oscar now. That it's just it's just a bit coarse. Well, just a bit grim. Good vibes, guys. Anyway, okay. So, uh, but we've got a couple of questions because most of it was just us being excited about the football, obviously. Coming back.
1: Everyone is. There's so much football. Like, it's just like. By the time you hear this episode, there would have been, have been more, more football. football that we don't even know what we're going like, to do. Until yeah. we get to the fixture preview section, we don't know what we're going to do. I haven't I haven't even bothered to open the spreadsheet for the Predictor League. I haven't looked at it. I haven't even bothered to open the Predictor League. We can't even tell you our predictions, uh, our no. FPL suggestions, that, that it would have already been done no. 24 hours ago. Check, yeah,
2: check Twitter. I've got no idea. It's already happened. Who cares? Yeah. Um, yeah, the the Pod FPL team is now just a Twitter thing. <laughs> so, yeah, because we can't do it. I'm trying. I'm going to try and get these episodes out as quick as possible. But who knows? But we make no promises because anyway, fuck you guys. Anyway, we make no promises. We never do make any promises because they wouldn't want to go unfulfilled, would they? But if you want to help us out with this, then you can go on Patreon.com/slash Miles Offside Pod. Um, at the minute. Everything, all the uh, donations are paused. That's definite. I have paused <laughs> it this time. Okay, I really have. Uh, so you can get on board for free at the minute. So Patreon.com/slash/milesoffsidepod. You can get on the Slack. There's a lot of good chat on there, mm-hmm. and we've had some questions. Long-time listener Dave Mateo. Uh, have you seen Dave Mate- Mateo's uh, PC rig? Oh
1: my! Uh, I saw piece by piece. I I like computers, but I don't know enough. All I see is. Uh, numbers and a lot of X's mm. Um, mm. on equipment, and so I just assume that it's all really, like, really good.
0: I like it.
2: Looks tasty. And he says, "Who was the first celebrity you had a crush on?"
0: Ooh. Oh. Like, are we talking like a little kid crush, like Kimberly Green Pink- Ranger? Here we go, straight away, <laughs> straight away, straight away. Different, ba- different <laughs> qualifiers.
1: Every, every fucking time, every fucking time, there has to be ancillary I'll questions. Like after the fact, just who, just, just give an answer. Like, and if you want to, in the course of the answers, give categories. Then go ahead. Come on,
2: I'll, <laughs> I want to hear Oscars caveat. Come on, that should have a fucking jingle. Oscars, Cav- Oscar's caveat. caveat.
0: <laughs> it doesn't fit with a favorite song uh, <laughs> um, you keep, going. You yeah, keep I mean, going I'll think of one is it like a little kid crush like the pink ranger because like every five year old that is approximately our age was like pink ranger I like her
1: caveat ya coming at ya caveat ya, <laughs> good, coming, at ya, <laughs> caveat ya nice. coming at ya caveat ya coming at ya I'll coming caveat ya bang nailed
2: it straight Very off the fucking nice. dome piece has anyone got an answer
1: God, I wasn't listening. I heard you slandering the fucking Amy Joe Johnson there. No, I said if it's a
0: little it. kid crush, then it's either the Pink Ranger or Kelly Kapowski, obviously.
1: My two answers were Amy Joe Johnson and Tiffany Amber Thearson because chicks in the 90s with three names. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> just just all of them. All it's, of like, them. it's like nowadays with double-bowled footballers. Ruben Loftus-Cheek, want to see his dick? You know, it's just, <laughs> that's just how we've moved on, guys. It's 2020, we can be like that.
2: Okay, the uh, both both of them are really good. Actually, I must admit they are quite yeah quite early celebrity crushes of mine as well. But I think possibly earlier for me was um, Beth in Neighbours, who was played by Natalie Imbruglia, Ooh. the uh, singer.
1: Yeah, she wasn't no, she wasn't a singer before. She was she was uh, like a soap actress. I think Is she that, played that?
2: Beth. I might have I might have done the character name wrong, but anyway, uh, I don't know. But and she's th- still hot now. She, yeah, absolutely. But she had long hair in Neighbours, and I remember thinking, and I must have been—I don't know when she was in Neighbours. I, I could have looked all this up, but I haven't. But I must have been quite young, and I remember genuinely thinking she's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen and will ever see. <laughs> like, I <laughs> loved her so much. Oh, I like, thought you
1: were going to say that is more hair than I have or will ever have in my life. <laughs> well, that too, that too.
2: <laughs> but what I'm trying to get over to you—that my love for her was so pure. Yeah, and like, like it wasn't. It wasn't dirty. It wasn't filthy. No, it, it was wasn't. A, it, it was a pure love for her that I was just like. She is absolutely the pinnacle. Because
1: you didn't understand then. You just saw. You were just like. I really like. And it was there was because you know the innocence of the world through the eyes of a child. That's what I'm trying to get over to you. Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. As yeah.
1: opposed to Oscar with Zac Efron.
0: Well, <laughs> yes, but also what I want to hear because where my caveat was going. Is what's your earliest memory of like a confused, just hitting puberty? And I feel weird in places that I've never felt weird before because of a celebrity. Like, what, where is that? And I'll start off so you guys have a little time to think. I vividly remember being in the theater watching Titanic or Titanic. (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, she's like, Paint me like one of your French girls. And I was like, What is, what is happening? What's happening to me? I feel so weird.
1: Oh no! Wait, I've got it. Uh, Famke Janssen in Goldeneye.
0: Ooh,
1: that was when I saw that as like a. Obviously, it came out before, but I don't, you know, being that young and seeing a James Bond film like you don't see it. But then, like when she was like ten, eleven, when I was like ten, eleven. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Bit weird. Let's go I back was, and come back to it. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. <fine.
1: laughs> when I was like ten or eleven, and yeah, that was and not and just not understanding. When they fight in the steam room, I think it is, about two to not understanding why and just, yeah, confused. But watching it on repeat. Yeah. Maybe it was Pierce Brosnan.
0: Maybe. He might have a really nice (laughs) stick too. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Distinguished. His would be distinguished, right? Like it's like holding a scotch.
2: Distinguished penis. Got got a gray mustache.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) It's wearing a smoking jacket. Yep. It
0: speaks French. It's very refined.
1: Just in an armchair. Should we? Did we have another? We we had another question, didn't we?
0: Wait, I want to hear Ian's. Ian, what was your weird sexual awakening? I don't think I had this. Like, m- like I think mine was
2: entirely gradual. I don't think I had this moment of all oh, strange feelings. Like,
0: yeah, I mean, it wasn't like like mm, it probably had feelings. happened, but that's the one I remember standing out. Right, like
2: it was standing out. Yeah, mm. <laughs> Kate Winslet's a great one, though. I mean, when did Titanic come out? You you know, presumably
1: ninety. Um. <laughs> Five, six, seven. No,
0: I think it was like ninety-nine.
2: I saw it for the first time two years ago, and it fucking sucks. 97 So I was thirteen. I was all about the Winslet. I mean, yeah, good times. I remember seeing that in the cinema actually, and um, with a couple of mates and. The the bit where the the.
1: Why well, you? Uh, sorry,
0: can we just well, like
1: take this back and normalise you and your mates going to watch Titanic when you're thirteen? It was a
0: huge film. Yeah, it's the mo- it was the most watched movie yeah, of all everyone time. Everyone
2: saw it in the cinema. Ian,
0: you go watch Titanic as much as you want. Don't let Chuck shame you into being in touch with your feminine <laughs> sorry, side sorry. and watching it a romantic comedy. It was literally
2: the biggest film ever. And everyone saw it in the cinema.
1: I was I mean, the McDonald's cheeseburger is the most eaten food item on the planet. It doesn't mean there's fucking you
2: know what I mean? Right. And I'm not arguing that Titanic is Schindler's list. I'm saying I went to see it. That's all I'm Titanic saying. Titanic
0: also won the most Academy Awards ever. That it's tied with Return of the King, Titanic, and like Ben Hur. Yeah, of course you did.
2: Yeah, Kelly's saying she went to see Titanic. Yes, everyone went to see Titanic. Not <laughs> Tuck, did, apparently. sorry, I just No what are you arguing about why Wait, is she a... trying to get, get her on the pod come on let me slag her off tell her
1: how about she's fucking shit
2: Chuck wants to slag you off <laughs>
1: <laughs> look just, just having someone else just having someone else go to watch it as well per chance doesn't make it that Titanic was a good film
0: Chuck the whole what? world went to watch it what's wrong with you, you went, yeah the you whole went world did mates. go
2: to watch it Ian
1: who, who were your mates that you went with was it with uh, a lady? Was it with a lady? No, it was. Uh, no, no, right there you go. Was, so you and some boy mates time. went to see a romantic three and a half hour fucking film in a that's a
2: terrible argument because Winslet gets the boobs out. So <laughs> what? What? What argument is that? You got like three
1: and a half hours of Billy Zane being the fucking dickhead. I don't know. It's just shit. Guys. Where is it's
0: the shit. bad thing? I love three and a half hours. I don't hours know. Of Billy, Billy Zane. Zane
2: is an attractive man who acts very well as a complete. C- so what are you what I don't know what you're angry about, Chuck. It's a shit film.
0: Kelly, where do you come in on this? <laughs> it, Chuck's wrong, right? Like, can we get a like definitive? Kelly yeah, he is here? wrong. It's a it's a great film.
1: Yeah, but Kelly disagrees with everything I say on principle.
0: <laughs> yeah, because she's a good person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I won't go that far. Is that what that is? Yep. Oh. <laughs>
2: We recently re-watched it with Finley, and he loved it.
1: Oh, for God's sake. You're just ruining another generation. <laughs> I take back everything I said about you being a super father.
2: <laughs> Actually, he, he, he was looking like he was having some stirrings during the uh, Draw Me Like oh, You. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, On that note,
1: I'm
0: out. Yeah. 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 Kelly's okay. i like, I'm, Kel. I'm out. <laughs> So, did we have another question? <laughs>
1: did we seriously know? Like, we could have avoided so much of that. Fuck me.
2: Oh, dear. There's a Titanic
1: right. 2, just in case you are wondering. Someone made a sequel. <laughs> Amazing. It's about 80 minutes long. I don't know if the boat sinks.
2: <laughs> it comes back. Hashtag spoiler alert. Okay, now this is a really good one. Uh, Sam Danby. If you could substitute your senses, which sense would you happily remove... And substitute for double of another sense. Smell. Sam sent this question
1: like three, four days ago. Mm. I haven't stopped thinking about it. <laughs> like every like like when I touch something, it's like, well, do I need to do I need to <laughs> Do I need to be able to feel that more? You know what I mean? Like yeah. when I yeah. see something, it's like, do I really need to be able to see that better?
2: Yeah.
1: You know?
0: I don't know. Like so, so, Oscar,
1: you go first.
0: You yeah, go first, yeah, Oscar. Yeah, it's, I see. I'm not on the Slack, so I didn't. I haven't had two days to think about this. I'm reacting in real time. To me, at least at first glance, it seems obvious that smell would be what you get rid of, right?
1: You get rid of smell. Well, but but the problem is, smell is very very closely linked to taste.
2: Yes, true. So
1: if you did get rid of smell, then you taste would have to be the thing you boost because then you wouldn't taste any of your food. Okay. Oh, right. This this is the caveat, because I had a friend who was anosmic, really, really weird, until he dropped a bottle of Jack Daniels on his nose, and then he could smell again. It might have been a tumour, we're not sure. Um, (laughs) But but he, you, like, as pranks, you know when you're, like, messing with people's food and that kind of thing? Someone once put a whole bottle of Tabasco in his pasta, and he didn't notice. Like, that's, and that's not because he, like, eats loads of spicy food, just, you don't have it. So, just, you, you need to bear that in mind. Like, this is what I mean, I've been thinking about this yeah, so much. Yeah, but
0: like, I'm for very obvious reasons, I don't want to lose the sense of touch. First of all, it's really dangerous, there is a disease with that, and they burn themselves and cut themselves all the time and don't realise, because it's...
2: And that's sort of what leprosy is, isn't it?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> so I'm, I'm not like... giving up touch, I'm not giving up taste, because I love food, I'm not giving up sound, because I love music, I'm not giving up sight, because boobies, so of the ones I'm giving up, I'm clearly giving up smell. Can I give up my sense of self-worth? Nope, you can't give up what you don't have. We've oh. all done that, mate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, That's already happened in real life.
0: Can we agree that smell is what you drop here? though? Well, the,
2: it, Oscar's Oscar's desperate for some agreement. I'm very on that. adamant. <laughs> and I, I uh, it tend to agree because that was my first thought. I'm not, I'm not giving up sight. I'm not giving up touch. Um, taste, obviously not, because my only, my only worry is what Chuck said that if I give up smell, I lose some taste. But then, but I don't have a very good sense of smell anyway. So like I'm not sure I and and I think I think my palate is really bad because of my bad sense of smell. That could so be I that know, could make I, sense. I don't know how much I'm losing.
1: The only other thing with smell is that it's like just fact science that some of the strongest memories can be created from a sense of True. smell. Like yep. you get that when you walk into somewhere and you're like that that kind yeah. of thing where you're transported or like in ratatouille when uh, the the critic sits there and he smells the food and tastes it, and then it's just like, like, gone. And so that's, like,
2: such a powerful thing. Arguing against Titanic references Ratatouille. Ratatouille is incredible. It's a great film. i I'm just Thank saying. You, just, and you, you guys know you my argue. affinity
0: for Pixar films, so I don't even need to go there. Yeah. Chuck, what are you giving up instead of smell? Make any argument for something that is not... Like, they're all bad to give up, but it's the least of the five evils, right? Like. Yeah. You, if you don't have sight, you can't watch football. If you don't have sound, you can never listen to music again. Taste, obviously taste and touch are out. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I
2: think he's right. Like, Smell's just the, the least of the five, so you have to, you know, even though I agree that you're probably compromising taste, we can talk about what we're going to double in a second, but I think it's got to be smell.
0: I could go with doubling it to make up the difference, doubling taste, rather, to make up the difference for the loss in smell.
2: I think you have to, because, like,
1: sight... Unless I'm gonna be able to like see through shit. Like I'm not that bothered about seeing <laughs>
0: That's the- not Although if you double your eyesight, you might not need contacts or glasses anymore. That's pretty nice. But it
1: doesn't it doesn't affect me in too in that much of a negative way, like
2: wearing glasses. Right, okay. okay. Yeah, if your vision's like terrible, you'd want you'd want to double it.
0: Yeah, like Emily would one hundred percent double her vision.
2: There's binoculars. That helps you to see really
1: far. So that just solves that one. Um, well, I mean, yes, but it's not convenient, <laughs> is it?
0: Chuck just walks around with binoculars all day.
1: But, <laughs> but an amazing sense of touch. No, I can see, though. I can see. So, like, if I need to see something really far, which isn't that many occasions, and mostly is situations in which a pair of binoculars would be a practical idea, e.g., a tourist attraction. Okay, right. So, not sight, right. So, fine. I don't need my sight doubled. Yeah. I don't want hearing doubled because then I can't pretend not to hear people because they'll know that, like, you got super hearing. Because you're the famous bloke who's got
2: double hearing. And, you know, yes. and
0: notably, that's the whenever you read or watch a Superman coming-of-age story, the when the super sound kicks in, it's, like, the worst fucking thing for him, and it takes him a long time to sort of get it on control and manage it. So having, like, super-duper-duper duper hearing sounds sounds haha, terrible. <laughs> Like, it's yeah. just overwhelming. He just, like, always has headaches. He can't, like, focus on, like, a sound nearby because he's hearing everything at once. So I don't want to yeah. double sound. To me, the tempting one is doubling touch for, like, very obvious reasons. Yeah,
2: let me let me tell you what happened when I was out in the garden sitting You'd with You'd ejaculate when... really quickly.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> As opposed
2: that's to... That's a given. That's a given anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but that's a dangerous <laughs> game.
2: Ejaculating quickly? <laughs> no. <laughs> now, from Hasbro... <laughs> Uh, Right, so I was sat out in the garden when I read that slack question. I was sitting with Kelly and um, I read out the question. I said, oh, there's a a question on the slack that says, if you could get rid of one sense to double another, what would it be? And I just looked and I literally went, get rid of smell, double touch and pointed at my cock. And (laughs) that was was my instant reaction. Yeah,
0: same. Yeah, yeah, same way. Get rid of
2: smell, double touch. Job done. Now, then she said, you're a sound engineer. You should want to double your hearing. Um,
1: no, because then you'd hear how really shit everything is forever. Well, you'd yeah. never
0: be happy again. Like, yeah, think about
1: now how like you nitpick on things and it
0: irritates you.
1: Like, imagine yeah, that even true, more. Yeah, that's true. Actually,
2: yeah, that's true. Yeah, we
1: okay. double have in... skirted. So doubling, but doubling touch.
0: Doubling touch is really dangerous because if it's too hot or cold, you're fucked.
1: Yeah, that's that's the other thing, and it. And it's like the jizz in my pants song, like open the window and a breeze blows in and I jizz in my pants. Like that's, that's just then your life. Um, You could never live
0: anywhere other than like Los Angeles. It has to be the perfect temperature at all times because if it gets at all hot or at all cold and you have double touch powers, fuck that. (laughs) Like you're just, you're going to be the coldest person on the planet. You're going to be sweating up a storm. The heat and the like temperature changes would affect you so much.
2: I had not thought of that.
0: Is that top? Is that part of top? It is, and it's, and it's just—it's just got to be taste. It's got to
2: be taste, didn't it?
0: Yeah, and it makes up the difference for the smell. But then yeah. I just
2: feel like it's a zero-sum game. I'm just like no, because you don't have to smell your farts ever again. I love smelling my farts. <laughs> 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 this is true. We all like the smell
1: of our own brand.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, your brand isn't as strong as mine.
2: <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Is, well, it's, it's a tough one because I thought I thought it was an instant. Easy, easy answer, but... Maybe yeah, not. but you know nothing's an instant easy answer when we're involved. No.
0: no. Now, caveat, are we... <laughs> no, actually, are we only counting the traditional five or are we going for the 30 senses that, like, coming modern atcha. psychology... Coming
1: at you, coming Right, look, it's coming we, we, we,
2: we've done a good 10 minutes on this with just the traditional five. So. We're not going
1: hunger, thirst, proprioception, thermoception. <laughs> we're not doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right? What, wait, wait, what if the sense you could heighten is your ability
2: to see Bruce Willis? <laughs> um I don't day to day just doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it's gonna affect me.
1: I haven't seen the film, I've skyplussed it. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers on the sixth
2: sense. That's
1: <laughs> why I've that's why I've never bothered to see that film. You've I never, never seen bothered. It? Never
2: seen it. Right, but it's been spoiled for you.
1: Well, yeah, of
2: course right, it has okay. because it's like I, gonna, I thought I, you'd
1: gone through the whole of your life. I, and... I don't think, perhaps, like as as a one event thing. Like, obviously, TV shows like Friends, The Simpsons, are referenced so much in popular culture, but because there's two, three, four, whatever, how many hundred episodes of it. But as like one event, is there are there many more things that have been referenced in various pop cultures more than The Sixth Sense since it came out? Obviously not before. That's not how things work. Time. Um, So, like, yeah, that's why, like, everyone was just going, oh, my God, like, Bruce Willis is dead at the end. In the song I mentioned earlier, Jizz in My Pants, when Bruce Willis was dead at the end of Sixth Sense, I jizzed in my pants. It's everywhere. (laughs) Links. We don't have any more questions,
2: guys. (laughs) <laughs> do you want to do fixtures, Chuck? Uh, yeah. So
0: are we going mean, to run through like two rounds worth of fixtures? No, that's
2: Right. So this will this will probably come out on Wednesday, Tuesday, if I'm particularly quick at editing. So just do. We're just, halfway
1: through the next set of fixtures.
2: Yeah. Game week three,
1: as it were. That's what I'm calling it because my brain can't work <laughs> with all these pluses and super season ultra. Um, so I guess we'll do some. I mean, at time of. At time of recording, Man City are 5-0, 5-0 up against yeah. Burnley. Holy uh, shit. Yeah, Mar-a-Mare's Foden got another one. KDB's on as my captain, so I am now on 139. Give me a KDB goal and get me to 150, you c***. <laughs> um, but, so that's where we're at now. Now let me scroll. Okay, so tomorrow, fuck, this is all pointless. Leicester Brighton. Brighton will probably win. Spurs, West Ham. Man United, Sheffield United, the United Derby, Uh, Newcastle, Aston Villa. Who fucking knows what's going to happen? Well, no, Newcastle (laughs) will lose, naturally. Um, Norwich, Everton, Wolves, Bournemouth, Liverpool Palace. We all know what's happening there, guys. Uh, Then Burnley, Watford, Southampton, Arsenal, and big game for Chelsea, Chelsea, Man City. We're going to lose. Very. Uh, Okay. Um, Then Saturday, 27th, Aston Villa-Wolves, Watford-Southampton, then Monday Night Football on Amazon Prime, Crystal Palace-Burnley. Tuesday, 30th of June, Brighton versus Man United, then Arsenal-Norwich, Bournemouth-Newcastle, Everton-Leicester, West Ham-Chelsea, Sheffield United-Spurs, Man City-Liverpool. Such quick-fire fixtures. Remember your FPL teams, guys. You've actually got a game a day. A whole day on Friday the twenty sixth to enact your changes before the eleven thirty Saturday deadline. Oh, football's back, guys. It's been good. It's been so good, such good vibes. I almost want to keep recording until ninety minutes of the Man City game just so we can <laughs> just see what happens. Just see what happens and, and experience it and live it together. But we won't do that because we all have things to do. So thank you very much, gentlemen, for recording as ever. Thank you, Oscar. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Ian. Thank you. Thank you, Patreons, Miles Offside Pod at Patreon.com or something like that. <laughs> and thanks to all of you listening in your many droves. Don't find Take it. care, all you in the Netherlands. We see you, Netherlands. We fucking see you. We're here for you. Shout out Malaysia. Big ups Norway. Peace and chicken grease, baby.
2: <laughs> Everywhere we've ever charged. <laughs> Miles Offside is a Nate Whittam production.